Welcome to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast, isang Bible Study Podcast by Pinoy's for Pinoy's, hosted by UCM Interface, ang Young Adults Community ng Union Church of Manila. Taglish conversational expository slash inductive study method. Di kami experts, most of us are young professionals, but we do try our best to study context and let scripture speak for itself. Sa aming mga book studies and special topics, yung goal namin is to provide you with materials to help you live, work, speak, and serve as a follower of Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us! At kung trip nyo tong ginagawa namin, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello everybody! We have a slightly different configuration today. Hello! Ako po si Maggie. Atleta pa din po at nasa San Juan pa din po. Hello everyone! Ako si Gunar. I work for a fintech company. Financial technology. So, it's a software company focused on financial services. Nice. Clients namin, mga banks, gano'n. Nung matagal na kami magkakilala ni Gunnar. 12 years ago or something like that. Nung una siyang sumali sa Bible study group ko. Sobrang significant nun kasi sa Bible study rin ni Rainier, dun ko nakilala yung misis ko ngayon. Yun naman. <laughs> uh, so, so, para sa mga singles dyan, mga gusto yung sumali sa Bible study ni Rainier. Ibang <laughs> 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 Eh, biro lang yan, biro lang yan. Ah. Sabi ko nga, eh, parang, Lord, bakit mo ko nilagay dito? Kasi ayaw ko nga maging place na hahanapan mo ng girlfriend yung Bible study, di ba? Eh, kaya lang, sabi ni Lord, yun ang will ko eh. So, natuloy sa Bible study. Pero, yun, kung talagang yun lang yung motibo ko noon, dapat after namin naging kami ng asawa ko, dapat wala na ako sa Bible study. Pero, eto, uh, 10 years na kami, mag-11 years. Mm-hmm. People have come and gone. Pero, kami at least, na asawa ko, solid kami doon, still studying the Word of God. And now, here you are in the podcast. Oh. <laughs> at ako rin ang nagkasal sa kanila. Si Rainier din ang nagbinyag sa mga anak namin. <laughs> nag-bless ng bahay mo. <laughs> Ako si Rainier, syempre, ang Young Adult Ministry Director ng Union Church of Manila. And this is Gooch, commercial voice artist. Okay, so before we get to our discussion, meron akong little announcement. As of this episode, we are now at 20,000 plays. Wow! wow. Congrats! Alam <laughs> na lang mapapaw ang ating mga kaligayahan. Maka 20,000 lang parang malaking bagay na. <laughs> It's just encouraging kasi not just the numbers but also when people email and may iba na sumali na ng Bible study mo rin. Nakilala yeah. <laughs> na natin. Meron na, meron na. Nakakatuwa. Mga nagpakilala at nagsabi na pwede bang sumali sa Bible study group? Ayun, sumali na yung mga ipang subscribers natin. What really encourages us is, I guess there are people na nagahanap ng who want to study the Word. Uh-huh. Study the Word this way. And really just want to get to know who Jesus is. Right. Para sa lahat ng ating mga guests from the beginning, thank you so much for being a part of this project. Para sa ating mga listeners, thank you for studying the Word with us. And kami, we do look forward to serving you guys moving forward by making more episodes and also by being faithful to the Word of God so that you may see the love the wonder, the beauty, graciousness, the majesty of Jesus Christ our Lord. Kahit sa isang simpleng audio podcast program tulad nito. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, ito na ay ang ating part 2 ng ating two-part episode na Parables of the Lost. Last time, dun sa part 1, we went through the very familiar lost sheep and also yung lost coin. Sa episode na to, yung diniscuss natin is the lost son popularly known as Prodigal Son. So Luke 15:11-32. Ito na yata yung pinaka-popular parable sa buong series, ano? Mm. Sa lahat ng mga parables, itong Parable of the Lost Son ang pinaka-popular. Tsaka yung term nga na, oy, bumalik na yung Prodigal Son. Kahit hindi ka nagbabasa ng Bible, alam mo yung term na yun. Ginagamit mo yan. Nagpariwara na bumalik. Parang ganang klase yung... Mm. That's right. It's very emotionally engaging. Maraming drama. I think yung challenge, speaking personally here, although I think maraming ang makaka-relate is napaka-rich ng details ng kwento nito, di ba? And I think yung tendency ko, and, and hindi lang tendency, ginawa ko nito before, na-allegorize ko masyado yung parable. Yung mga maliliit na detalye, yung ano yung inheritance? Ano yung famine? Mm-hmm. Ano yung pagkain ng baboy? Ano yung robe? Ring? Ano yung sandals? Ano yung spiritual significance? Uh-huh. Diba? Tsaka ano, siguro may tendency rin tayo dahil nga napakaganda ng themes eh. Forgiveness, tapos acceptance, di ba? Tendency natin, inisip natin agad tayo yung prodigal son. So dahil doon, 
yun, parang inisip natin, ah, papatawarin ako ni God. So, usually, yun yung message na lagi nating naiisip. Masaya na tayo dun sa theme na yun. We stop there. Hindi natin alam na may mga nami-miss out pala tayo na iba pang lessons. Mm. Right, yeah. right. Oh. Because we are so familiar with the story, kaya nga sabi rin ni Kenneth Bailey, we have to rescue truth from familiarity. And ito, this is as familiar as it goes. Itong prodigal son na to, diba? Alright, so it's going to be a long discussion with a lot of verses. So, let's get to business. But before that, let's go through our reading. 3, 2, 1, and... Luke 15, 11 to 32. And he said, There was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there, he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it let us eat and celebrate for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to celebrate now his older son was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and sound. Oh, but he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you and never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Okay. Diba? Drama, diba? Oh. Uh, structure of discussion. First, ano yung issue that Jesus is addressing? Ano yung background? Sino yung mga kausap ni Jesus? Next, we'll go through the parable. After that, ano yung response that Jesus is asking from his audience and also us? At so what? Dito yung reflections and takeaways natin. Okay. Ang sabi nga natin, when we are interpreting parables, una dapat malaman natin yung background nito kasi usually, ang isang parable, usually, ay sagot sa isang criticism or a question. Babalikan natin dito yung verse 2 ng Luke 15 kasi dito merong criticism. Ang sabi ng Pharisees and teachers of the law, they were actually just muttering. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Ito ang interesting dito and we need to point this out. Na meron dito palang tatlong kwento kasi ang sabi ni Jesus sa verse 3 bilang sagot dun sa criticism. Then Jesus told them this parable. 
It's just a single parable, but we actually have three stories. At yung dalawang storya nga, binigay na natin dun sa past episode natin. That's part one of this episode. Tapos, aalimin din natin yung points of reference. Sino-sino dun sa mga characters ng parable ang kumbaga nire-represent. And then, para maintindihan natin yung pinaka-point, o tawag natin, punchline, punchline ng parable, ibibigay naman talaga yan. And we learned that the punchline is actually about repentance, which oh. is so weird. <laughs> also, yung highlight natin from last episode, yung joy that God feels when people repent, yes, when sinners yes. repent, ang laking bagay doon. And what does that mean to us, eh? Yung joy na yun, eh. That's right. Okay, so, let's go through the parable. Game. Ito na. Ito na yung pangatlong kwento dun sa parable ni Jesus, the parable of the lost. Padalas, ang tawag nga dito ay the parable of the prodigal son. Ang sabi ni Jesus, there was a man who had two sons. Siguro may edad na to, isa siyang ama, at meron kasi siyang estate. Meron din siyang dalawang anak na lalaki. Pero lumapit sa kanya, in verse 12, lumapit sa kanya yung younger son. Mm. At ano yung hiningi niya? Sabi niya dun sa tatay niya, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. Hinihingi na niya yung mana niya. Try ko naman yan. <laughs> okay, ito ba? Maski sa ating kultura, Filipino culture, tama ba to? Usually, pag patay na yung tao, tsaka mumakuha yung mana eh. Kadalasan. Parang sinabi mo, Daddy, tagal mong mamatay eh, so bigay mo na sa <laughs> Parang ganun eh, no? Tulad ng kultura natin, ganun din sa Jewish culture. Hindi nila practice na ipamigay agad yung o paghati-hatian agad at ipamigay dun sa mga anak yung kanyang property unless yung tatay mismo ang nag-initiate. Initiate. Yeah. Kasi ginawa naman to ni Abraham eh. Yeah. Buhay pa siya, pinartition na niya. But it has the father initiate. Hindi pwedeng manggagaling dun sa anak kasi nakakabastos talaga yun. Hindi na nga yung father nag-initiate. Hindi pa yung eldest yung nag-initiate. Mm. Younger brother pa yun. It's the younger brother. Okay. Ngayon, may uunawain din tayo dito. Kasi sa kanilang practice as Jews, pag yung naghati na ng property, it's never equal. Palaging may double share yung panganay. So anong ibig sabihin? If you have your property, you have two sons. So you will divide the property into three parts. One third will go to the younger son, but two thirds the double portion will go to the older son. Yeah. Palagi siyang lamang. Pero dito rin, interesting, dito sa verse 12, hindi naman umangal yung tatay eh. Ginawa agad niya. Diba? Yung yung dulo eh. And he divided his property between them. Parang, okay. Grabe, no? Parang, kasi kung Jewish father ka, talaga, talbahay ka! Oh, sesermonan mo na eh. <laughs> ano? Gusto mo mamatay na ako? Medyo makapal din yung mukha ng younger son. But then, he got what he wanted. Pinigay naman ng tatay. Pero tingnan nyo, immediately, kumilos yung anak eh. Dito sa NIV ang sabi, not long after that. Ano kayang ginawa niya? Kasi lupa yun eh. Most likely, what did he do? Paano siya nakaalis? So, verse 13, sabi, gather all he had and took a journey into a far country. So, malamang niliquidate niya lahat. Niliquidate niya yung mm. share niya. Kasi lupa yun. Ito na naman. Masama talaga tong anak na to because you don't have the right to sell it. Yeah. As much as possible, mm-hmm. you keep it sa pamilya ninyo. Tsaka ano ba yan? Buhay pa yung tatay mo? Talaga? Ibebenta mo agad. So, tingnan natin na ano kayang relasyon meron siya sa tatay how does he regard his father? Ay, ni Chipuera lang talaga niya yung tatay. Parang tagabigay lang. Wala talaga siyang pakialam sa any other person except sa sarili niya. Kasi pag binenta niya yun, hindi lang siya yung mawawala, hindi lang yung tatay niya, pero yung buong family. Kasi family land yun eh. So, ibig sabihin, hindi lang yung tatay niya apektado, pero yung future descendants ng angkan nila, di ba? Liliit yung paghahatian. In other words, he's cutting off his ties completely. Yep. Di ba? Wala akong pakialam sa inyo. Aalis ako. Akin na yung share ko. Sisibat na ako. Yun yung kumbaga, that was the message. Ito yung mensahe niya sa tatay niya, sa kapatid niya, and everyone else. Remember, pag nakatira ka sa isang Jewish community, it's a Jewish village, aba, syempre, alam na rin ng lahat niya kung ano nangyayari. Chismisan ba yan? <laughs> Oo, alam na nila yung issue. Alam na nila to. shame to your family. Yeah, it's very shameful. Kaya kailangan na rin niyang umalis agad. Inimagine ko nga siguro yung audience ni Jesus siguro galit na galit na rin dito sa kwento ni Jesus oh. kasi what? ginawa niya yun? parang ano ba naman niya? <laughs> yung yun napansin ko dito yung difference niya dun sa dalawang setup sa sheep tsaka sa coin yung setup ng main character dito talagang salbahe uh-uh. yung audience yung emotional engagement nila dito yung uh, 
diba? <laughs> They're not supposed to like this guy. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to like the younger son. Siya yung kontrabida. Yeah, kasi mas may emotional appeal itong kwento na to eh. Okay, ang sabi sa atin, nagpakalayo-layo siya talaga. So alam talaga natin na parang wala akong pakialam sa inyo. Ayoko na kayong makita. Total, nakuha ko na yung gusto ko. Iiwan ko na kayo. Goodbye! Inalienate <laughs> niya yung sarili niya. Inalienate na niya yung sarili niya talaga. Buhay ko to. Wala akong paki. It's yeah. my life. Now or never. <laughs> Tapos, anong ginawa niya dun sa kanyang... Kasi binenta na niya yung lupa niya. Anong ginawa niya? And there, he squandered his property in reckless living. In reckless living. He squandered, meaning, kumbaga... Winaldas. Nilustay niya agad. Mm. Siyempre, parang ano lang to eh. One day millionaire lang tong batang to. Biglang yaman. <laughs> Alam mo yun, yung mga parang mga nananalo sa loto. Oo, oh, biglang yaman. Tapos, gastos na kalokohan talaga. Sa few years after, dirt poor. Diba? Ang daming kwentong ganun. Lalo na yung mga hindi marunong mag-handle ng finances nila. Parang ganun yung na-imagine ko dito sa batang to eh. Inubos na talaga agad-agad yung pera nung pinagbentahan niya nung, nung inheritance niya. And it says, in wild living. In prodigal living. Riotous living or loose living. Well, if I may just mention that the Greek word used here does not necessarily imply immorality. Basta malustay lang. Eh, parang unwise siya. Oh, this boy wasted his money. Siguro, we've all been there. Diba? Add to cart na, diba? Pagka-bonus, bili ng iPhone. Diba? At pagkatapos daw niyang malustay lahat, 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 lahat. Something happened. And this is a normal occurrence. What happened? Say, verse 14. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. This is a natural calamity mm-hmm. kasi nangyayari naman talaga to very often in a place like Palestine. It's a semi-arid place at dahil kulang din ng, alam na, water supply, may problema lagi sa irrigation, nangyayari talaga tong famine. Eh syempre, itong batang ito, ina-anticipate ba niya na, teka baka magkaroon ng famine dito, magkaroon ng kung ano mang natural disaster, prepared ako. Of course, hindi niya naiisip yun. Yeah, one day millionaire eh. Unwise nga eh. Siguro until this point, parang yung audience ni Jesus puro tango pa lang ng tango kasi oh malamang yun talaga mangyayari sa'yo kasi hindi nirespect mo na yung tatay mo tapos hindi mo inayos yung pera mo oh. yan yan nakarma ka mm. <laughs> mm. ano ka ngayon mm. so wala na siyang pera nangangailangan na siya wala rin siyang makain kaya anong naging solution na lang niya Ang sabi sa verse 15, so he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. Nako! Eh, ano ba siya? Ano bang kanyang ethnicity? Jewish. Jewish. Hudyo siya. So the pigs are unclean. Oh, Magpapakain ka ng baboy and they're unclean. Ano ang impact nito sa'yo bilang Hudyo? Siguro disgust. Imagine mo, di ba? Iniiwasan nila ang pigs in general. Pero to feed them... Parang sinaserve mo yung iniiwasan mo. Uh-huh. <laughs> in a contemporary context, kasi nung bata ako, nag-alaga kami ng baboy. Pigs are, you know, really disgusting. Ito, ha, wala na tayong restrictions sa ritual loss. Pero chore, mag-alaga ng baboy. Nilinisan mo talaga lagi yung ano eh, yung dumi nila. Tapos you have to make sure na laging malinis yun. Otherwise, talagang yung buong neighborhood mo aawayin kayo. Madumi. <laughs> And imagine nga, yung tama yung sinabi ni Gunnar, it's dirty even now. Wala tayong mga ceremonial restriction uh, loss na with the juice. And ito, meron pa silang ganun. So, dagdag mo pa yun, di ba? Mas lalo pa. Yes. May moral disgust na nakakabit sa physical disgust. Yun yung ginagawa niya araw-araw, di ba? Trabaho niya yun. Eh. Right. So, ang atake dito, ang impact sa kanya nito yung sa dignity mismo niya. Mm. May kita natin yun. But, it tells us also something about the place that he decided to go to. Yes. Naman Gentile yan, no? Yeah. Because the presence of the pigs that tells us that he went to gentle territory. Dun palang may kita natin ang gusto niya talagang lumayo sa pamilya niya. Isolated siya, I guess. Pero choice niya yun, di ba? He really wanted to alienate himself because he doesn't care about his father, his brother, his whole family, everyone. Wala akong pakialam sa inyo. Pero ano nangyari? Siguro nga, lalo na nung nakikinig, ito mga nakikinig sa kwento ni Jesus, siguro talagang, ah, buti nga sa'yo. Mm. O ngayon, kadiri ka. Nagpapakain ka ng mga baboy. 
Uy, yung kontrabida <laughs> talaga siya, no? Yung pagka-paint sa kanya. Napakababa. Tapos kung dagdagan pa nga natin yun sa verse 16. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate. Grabe. And no one gave him anything. So, to feed them is already disgusting. Pero to want to eat their food. Yikes. Ganon ka-desperado. Kumbaga sa atin, kanin baboy. Oh, ito pods eh. Pero to want to eat their food but no one gave him anything. So, ganon ka-desperate na siya. Yeah. Pinabayaan na talaga siya. Kasi kahit gusto niya kainin pero hindi pa nga niya makain yung pagkain ng baboy. Lowest of the lowest na talaga so, itong si yeah. younger brother. Naisip ko kaya yung audience ni Jesus, meron kayang nararamdaman at this point na sympathy o talagang ah, buti nga talaga sa'yo. Palagay ko galit na galit na sila. Talagang marunong mang ajit si Jesus no, sa mga kwento niya. Oh. <laughs> Interesting din dito is yung arrogant siya. He was rebellious. Reckless living pa. So lahat ng mess niya, he got himself into that mess. Yep. Consequences. If there's anyone to blame, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> lahat yan choice niya yun eh. Wala kang pwedeng sisihin dito. Kaya tuloy, nung lumala ng lumala ng lumala yung sitwasyon niya, look at verse 17. May naramdaman siya. Ano kaya ito? But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. Sabi dito, he came to his senses. Natauhan siya. Kailangan nating i-analyze din, ano ba to? Is this repentance? Kasi ito, came to his senses, the New Testament. It occurs, isa to, and then there's another one. Uh, Megi, pakibasa nga yung Acts chapter 12, verse 11. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Dito, we are told that Peter came to his senses. Anong ibig sabihin? May na-realize siya. So, realization lang. It's not necessarily repentance. It's just a realization. Na-realize ko, ito palang angel na to pinadala lang ni Lord para mailigtas tayo o mailigtas ako. But it doesn't say that Peter was repenting. In fact, it won't make sense, di ba? Balikan natin itong sa Luke 15:17. When this young boy came to his senses, ano lang ngayon ang ibig sabihin nun? May light bulb moment siya. <laughs> okay, basta may na-realize lang siya na ang sama-sama ng situation niya kasi ano yung comparison na ginawa niya? How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread but I perish here with hunger? More than enough bread. Mm-hmm, may pasobra. Palaging sumusobra yung pakain ng tatay. So, ano ngayon ang naging solution niya? I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. So, nagrepent ba siya at this point? Ayun ang magandang tanong. Nagrepent nga ba siya? Ngayon, diba dun sa previous episode natin, inexplain natin kung ano yung concept ng repentance sa Judaism. Titingnan natin kung tutugma. Una, you have to make a confession. Pangalawa, dapat merong compensation dun sa ginawa mo. Oh, babawi ka. Kailangan kong bumawi. At pangatlo, sasabihin mo talaga na express mo yung sincerity mo. Ganon. In a way, mukhang sinasatisfy niya yung understanding of repentance in Judaism. Ah, Kasi, I have sinned against heaven and against you. That's the confession. Okay. Ang pagbawi ko sa'yo, Servant na lang ako. Magsaserve ako. Make me like one of your hired servants. Magtatrabaho na lang ako sa'yo. Ngayon, yung ginawa ko sa'yo dati, hindi ko na yan uulitin. Hindi na mangyayari yan. Kasi nga hired servant na lang ako eh. Hindi na ako anak eh. In fact, hindi na siya interesado dun sa restoration ng status niya bilang anak. Actually, yung light bulb moment niya sa sarili pa rin niya nakatutok eh. Tama. Oh, oh. Yung motivation niya is about getting fed eh. Mabuhay. Yun lang. Hindi yung may mali siyang nagawa sa tatay niya. Although sinabi niya may confession naman, but ultimately the motive was self-preservation. Yes. Yep. Eto pa, dito sa Gospel of Luke, lalo sa kanya mga parables, pag merong nagmamonologue o yung nagsasoliloki. Kontrabida. Salbayan. <laughs> Kontrabida, yan. Okay? Marami na tayong mapupulot ng mga hints dito na character nitong younger son. So, verse 20, sabi, He got up and went to his father. Plano na niya eh. Okay. Pero eto daw, ano nangyari? But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Malayo pa yung bata. Nakikita na siya nung tatay. Nakaabang? Mukhang ganun. Yun din yung feeling ko eh, na mukhang nag-aabang ito. At ung isang araw nga, nakita na niya malayo pa lang. At anong naramdaman niya? 
Compassion. Compassion for his son. At nung nakita niya, anong ginawa niya? Tumakbo. Ito na naman. Kanina pa lang, doon sa simula pa lang ng kwento, sabi natin, well, there's something unusual about this father. Hiningi yung mana, pinigay. Ito na naman yung isang characteristic ng tatay na medyo kakaiba. It's very unusual for a Jewish patriarch. Ano yun? Unang-una, kapag yung anak mo na nagrebelde sa sa'yo, nakita mo, pabalik, tatakbo ka ba? Papunta sa kanya. Parang it's not dignified. Ay, hindi talaga. It's not dignified to do it. Even if walang kasalanan or whatever. Mm-mm. Pero may kasalanan na nga tong tao na to. Siya. At matindi yung kasalanan. Matindi, matindi. talaga. Matindi. Tapos yung tatay pa yung tumakbo. Parang wala akong nakikita ng ano, leader or manager. na mataas ang katungkulan na tumatakbo. Siguro kahit na ano, talagang kabagal. Kasi nakakawalang poise kasi di ba pag tumatakbo. Talagang tatakbo ako kung meron talagang something very important kang gagawin na kahit wala na akong poise, kailangan ko tumakbo ko because I have something urgent to do. Mm-hmm. Diba? Pero to, ang ginawa niya was so undignified. Bakit? Siyempre, alam natin na medyo may kaya to eh. Angat ito sa buhay. And itong mga, you know, people who are of a noble status, medyo mahahaba ang kanilang mga damit. They wear long robes. At kung tatakbo ka na mahaba yung robe mo, tatali mo. Parang hindi ka matisod. Parang ganun. Tataas mo siya. Itataas mo. And when you run, you will expose your legs. That is so shameful. Napaka-undignified nito para sa isang tao na ganun ang status. But he didn't care. At bukod pa doon, ano pang ginawa niya? In-embrace niya and hinalikan pa niya. Isa pa yun, hindi gawain ng mga Jewish patriarchs ito. Gawain to ng isang nanay. Mm-hmm. So nakikita na natin, medyo kakaiba itong tatay na to. Hindi siya katulad ng mga the usual the normal patriarch, yeah. Jewish patriarch. Mm-hmm. So kung ikaw, nasa audience ka ni Jesus, you're a Jew, a first century Jew. Aba, anong mararamdaman mo dito? Seryoso ba yan? Yung tatay? Ba't siya ganun? <laughs> Plot twist eh. I-expect mo yung uh, reaction is, uh, oh, pagkatapos mong waltas yung pera, pabalik-balik ka ngayon. Parang yeah. nawala sa mm-hmm. expectation. First part ng kwento, okay eh. Agree ako sa lahat. Pero bakit, oh, ano, ano nangyayari ngayon? Bakit ano? Di ba? Ano nangyayari sa kwento? And there's something else happening here also. Ito yung sinasabi ko sa inyo na mukhang magkakaroon din ng involvement sana yung mga villagers dito. Now let me explain. That what the father did here, it was out of compassion, but also because he wants to protect his son. Protect him from what? Bakamano, mama. Yes. Well, hindi naman siya talaga papatayin ng mga tao. But merong iniiwasang ceremony. This is what you call the katsatsa ceremony. Ito, ginagawa ito dun sa mga batang suwail na either nag-asawa siya ng immoral na babae or they lost their family's inheritance among the Gentiles, si mga ganong situations. And then, if they ever dare show their face dun sa village nila, nako, ito na yung gagawin nung mga tao. Kukuha sila ng isang malaking earthen pot. Tapos, gagawin nila, pupunuan nila yon ng mga sunog na nuts. At saka sunog na corn. Tapos, itong pot na to, ilalagay na dun sa harapan ng bata. And then they will break it in front of tong rebellious kid na to. At isisigaw nila, itong batang ito, itong si ganyan, si ganyan, itong si Gunnar, ganyan. Alimbawa, ano? He is cut off from his people. At pagkatapos ng ceremony na to, he will be shunned. He's no longer welcome in the village. Ang ginagawa ng tatay dito, ina-anticipate niya na may mangyayari sa ano ko bago pa yan makapasok ng village. I will therefore have to rescue him. From yung consequence ng ginawa mo. From the rightful consequence ng ginawa niya. Mm-hmm. Eh, eh, oo naman. Pero iniiwasan ng tatay na ayokong mangyari sa anak ko to because this will cut him off permanently. Ayaw nung tatayo. And that's one reason why he had to run while he was still far off. Kumbaga, nandun pa lang siya sa edge ng village. He has not even entered the village yet. So in a way, the father was rescuing the son. Ngayon, eto na. Niyakap na. Ganyan, drama-drama. <laughs> Siyempre, di ba nagre-rehearse na ng dialogue itong bata? Yeah. Ano lang yung nasabi niya? Verse 21, And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. 
but the father. So, kinat off na siya ng father. Uh, mm-hmm. Kinat off na siya ng father. Kinat off na. Ang nasabi lang niya ay... The admission of what he has done wrong. Confession, Confession yeah. Part. Confession lang ng sin. Pero, wala na yung agawin mo akong servant. Yes. Wala yeah. na yung paano siya makakakompensate. Yung dialogue niya, na minememorize niya, habang pauwi, naputol na lang dun sa confession. And then, immediately after that... Immediately after that, yung father sabi sa verse 22, But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. Wild dog. Grabe. Why? Parang, <laughs> parang in-elevate nga eh. Kasi, obihisan nyo to, lagyan nyo ng sing-sing, ganyan. Ang sabi, bring the best robe. Most likely, ito yung purple robe na sinusuot ng mga nag-host ng mga ganitong banquets. Ang host talaga dapat yung tatay. But, instead of him wearing that special robe, he gave it to his son. Doon niya pinalagay. At ano pa? Sinuutan ng sing-sing. Sing-sing. Ito yung parang signet ring. Most likely, this is the signet ring ng family. Which means authority. Yes, it signifies authority. And only family members can use it. So, hindi siya tinakwil bilang anak. Yeah. Right. Automatic restoration nga eh. Automatic siya. Yeah. Diba? Walang sinabing, maghirap ka muna, ganun. Hindi nga niya pinatuloy yung dialogue ng anak eh. At hindi lang yun, binigyan siya ng sandals. Kasi nga, most likely, nakaapak yung bata pag uwi. And you know why this is significant? Because only free men wear sandals. Servants, they go barefoot. Anong ginawa ng tatay dito sa anak niya? It's restoration. Elevation nga eh, naisip ko eh. Oo nga eh. And not just that, considering also what he did. In the light of everything that he did, he did not deserve any of this. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Pero tingnan nyo ha, yung tatay pa, tatay pa yung nag-host ng banquet. Siya yung nag-host ng banquet kasi sabi, bring the fattened calf. Lichon baka pa nga eh. Mm-hmm. Lichon baka. Alam nyo ba, sa kanilang regular na diet, hindi naman sila palaging kumakain ng karne, ganyan. Bihira din yun. But the fact na isang baka, well, calf, ang hinanda. Ito ba ipampamilya lang? Pang-party. Malaki okasyon to. Mm-hmm. Malaki okasyon. And most likely, invited itong mga villagers na muntik-muntik nang nag-perform nung ketsatsa ceremony. Nakita niyo kung paano binaligtad lahat. Mm-hmm. This is not just a family affair. You have to remember, this is the affair of the entire community. Yung mga previous parables din natin, palagi namang ganun eh. Parang yung buong barangay involved dito. So grabe yung restoration na ginawa ng tatay because he wasn't only restored mm-hmm. as a son, but he was also restored as a member of the community. Parang hindi fair, no? Parang hindi talaga fair. Yung audience sa point na to, <laughs> ano na kaya yung pili? Oo. At dapat din nating isipin to, ha? Na ano ba yung criticism? Um, yung sinasabi ng Pharisees dun kay Jesus yung Why is this guy hanging out with sinners? Receives and eats with sinners. Di ba? Nakakagalit naman yung kwento. Kasi yung tatay pa, yung nag-host ng dinner. At makiki-associate, hindi lang makiki-associate eh, honoring the son, the rebellious prodigal son. Siya pa yung nag-host ng dinner. Nakukuha nyo na yung connection dun sa criticism. Bakit ganito sumagot si Jesus? Babalikan natin yan mamaya. So, bakit daw ginawa ng tatay ito? Verse 24, For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Let's unpack the words of the father. Kasi sinabi niya, unang-una, this son of mine was dead. Was he really dead? No, hindi naman siya namatay eh. But in what sense was he dead? Yung relationship was dead. Lahat ng relationships ng bata. Mm-hmm. Not just with the family, but even with the community. Pinutol niya eh. So while he was out there, as far as everyone was concerned, He was already dead. Noon ay naisip ko ang dramatic naman ito ng tatay. Pero come to think of it, he's just saying, describing the situation accurately. Talagang patay yung anak niya. Ah, naalala ko yung stories ng pag may nag-convert to Christianity na na Jewish. Diba yung they hold the funeral? Kayo ba yung nag-share nun, Pastor Yeah, that was the testimony of my pastor in Washington, D.C. Back then, he was the president of Jews for Jesus. Because when somebody converts to another religion, let's say Christianity, yung ang pamilya ng bata na nag-convert to Christianity, magkakondak sila ng funeral service for the child who converted to Christianity. Patay ka na. Umalis ka na dito. Iniwan mo kami. Patay ka na. You're dead to us. Pero ito pang isang interesante na punto. He was lost and is found. 
Akala ko ba? Diba? Sige, yung lost. Medyo okay. Pero found siya yung bumalik eh. Hindi naman siya yung nahanap eh. If he was lost and is found, who found him? The father. And given the cultural insight about the Katsatsa ceremony, why is this statement appropriate? Did the boy find his way back? To his father's house. Probably not. Could he ever do that? Yeah, hindi no. siya aabot. Hindi siya aabot. So, yung grand plan niya from the start was doomed to fail. Yeah. <laughs> Uwi na lang ako, magtrabaho na lang ako sa tatay ko. Hindi ginang kandali yun. Exactly. Yung plano niya, hindi yun mag-work out. That's why the father had to go to him. Yeah. He never made it back to his father's house. In fact, he would never be successful wala siyang capability to come back. Yep. Wala siyang worth to come back. No. Yeah. Nakikita nyo na. Now it makes sense that the father said he was lost and is found. It was the father who found him. Because just like the lost sheep and the lost coin, hindi naman sila makakabalik dun sa mga may-ari sa kapili. On their own. Consistent, di ba? Consistent yes. siya. Yeah. Very consistent. Hindi makakabalik itong batang ito. Ito na. Parang okay na sana lahat eh. Okay na yun eh. Ending na. Okay na. Yung mga pamposter ng mga retreat eh, di ba? Credits. All credits na sana. At alam nyo, sa mga narinig kong sermon dito, kadalasan pinuputol. Oh, yes. Na. And admittedly, pagka may, let's say, mayroon kami mga presentation sa kids, mga ganon. Usually hanggang dito na lang yung scene eh. Mm-hmm. Actually, wala na nga yung older brother from the beginning. <laughs> yung art lang, napaka magandang sarana eh. And they began to celebrate. Tapos, maganda na sana eh. Wow, roll diba? credits. Yung next part kasi, it's not a very comfortable narrative to look at. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of strange yeah. eh, yung end. Oo, oh, oh. kaya sige, ituloy natin. Kasi nga, akala natin okay na lahat, bigla na lang, umiksay na yung pangalay. The older son na nagtatrabaho sa field, pauwi na. Nung malapit na siya, ba- siya sa bahay, what did he hear? The music and dancing. Nako! Kulirang <laughs> anak to kasi nagtatrabaho sa field eh. Oo, oo naman. Galing sa work. To. So narinig na niya yung tugs, tugs, tugs. Okay, so syempre na-intriga siya. So pinatawag niya in verse 26, he called one of the servants, asked this servant, eh ano ba nangyayari? Anong explanation ng servant? Sabi ng servant, And he said to him, Your brother has come and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and sound. The reason is... Your father has received him safe and sound. Is the celebration for the son who was found? Was he the center or the reason why there was the celebration? He has received him back safe and sound. It's the father receiving mm-hmm. him safe. Okay. Yung father. Yung successful rescue ng father ang celebrate. Okay. Paano ito consistent dun sa previous two stories na Lost Coin and Lost Sheep? This is for his namesake. Yeah. Diba? Yung nakahanap. Yung celebration was about the person who found. It's about his name, his reputation consistent. Mm-hmm. Hindi ang sinaselebrate dito yung bunso. Oh, si bunso. Yes. Hindi si bunso. Ang sinaselebrate pala dito yung tatay. Ano ba namang ginawa ni bunso para i-celebrate siya? <laughs> <laughs> Wala naman talaga. But the celebration is about the father. The father. The successful rescue of the father. Mm. Wow. Ganda, no? Yeah. Nakala ko ang sikat dito yung bunso eh. Hindi pala eh. <laughs> So, ito yung explanation ng servant kung bakit meron celebration and like we said the celebration was about the father and it was not about the younger son who was not worthy to be celebrated anyway <laughs> eh anong ngayon ang naging reaction nung kuya so that's verse 28 he was angry and refused to go in nagalit at ayaw na niyang pumasok ng bahay ayaw niyang sumali dun sa party oh kayo ba do you think he has reason to be angry meron yeah. understandable ako, ako rin yun oh. ako rin E kaso, nung ayaw pumasok nung bata, anong ginawa ng tatay? Ito na naman! Siya pa yung lumabas. Sinuyo niya. So uncharacteristic of a Jewish patriarch. Yeah. At the very least, he loves both his sons. That's what I see. Oh, Hindi yeah. yung kinikilingan niya yung bunso. Parang napaka-lavish ng love. Ine-express talaga niya. Mm-hmm. What is the culturally acceptable behavior for the father? Hindi lang na lang niya papansinin to. Ignore na lang niya muna. I'm the boss. Oh. Ayaw mo, wag mo. Ayaw mo, wag mo. Exactly. Kaso, hindi yun ang ginawa niya. So, he allowed himself to be 
subjected to public humiliation. Parang ganun yung dating. Kasi if you're a Jewish patriarch and you have this noble status in the community, you are not going to behave like this. Or hindi niya i-intreat yung anak niya. Sabi niya, pumasok ka dito ngayon din. Tingnan niyo ha. Sabi nga ni Gunnar, amukang fair naman yung tatay. Because he did to the older son what he did to the younger son. Ibig sabihin, siya yung pumunta. Siya pa rin yung naghanap dun sa anak. Mm-hmm. Parang teka, nawawala din kaya itong kuya na to mm-hmm. na kailangan pa siyang sunduin? So this could have been the parable of the lost sons. Actually, pwede nga eh. Na-imagine ko sa loob ng party, oh, asa na si panganay? Ba't wala siya dito sa loob? <laughs> nawawala si panganay. Dapat andito siya, di ba? Oo. Pero, it's so shameful for the father to invite the son to get in and join the celebration. Kasi he was also missing. He had to reach out to the older son. Eh, biro mo naman, nagmamakaaway. The father was pleading. Kaso, natuwa ba yung si Kuya? Oh, definitely not. Diba? In fact, anong sinabi? Sabi ni Kuya, but he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. Tama. <laughs> Tama. Tama naman. May point naman si Kuya. Tama naman. Pero, anong lumilitaw dito? Just like the younger son, he was also in for the money. Mm-mm. He didn't really care about the father or anything. It's just all about the what I can get. Parang, grabe. Ang tagal-tagal kong nagtatrabaho dito. Ni yung kambing nga, hindi mo binigay sa akin eh. Pero, eto, fat and calf talaga. Pagkatapos niyang gawin lahat yan, pagkatapos kanyang i-disrespect, at pagkatapos din ng lahat ng ginawa ko. Mm. So, hindi niya maintindihan yung compassion, the generous love of the father. Yeah. Actually, to both of them, it wasn't just for the younger son. Pero iba yung interpretation ng older son. Ito pa, may gatong pa nga siya eh. Ang sabi pa nga niya eh. Ginasos pa nga niya sa mga prostitutes eh. Meron ba talaga nun? Wala namang sinabi. Wala naman. Exage. Yeah. Oh, exage. <laughs> si Kuya. Inassume niya. Assuming the words. Judgmental si Kuya. Alright. Tingnan muna natin yung sagot ng tatay ha. Basahin ko lang yung verse 31. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. Teka lang. Nagagalit kasi siya dun sa baka. Sobrang gasos niya. Pero ang sagot ng tatay, ang lahat ng meron man ako, sa'yo. Baka lang yan. Pero lahat pupunta naman sa'yo. In fact, paano ba ang pagpartition nga ulit ng inheritance? Double, double portion. portion. Eh, double portion siya. Lamang naman siya, pero galit pa rin siya. Ang kinagagalit niya, hindi mo man lang ako binigyan ng kambing. Hindi <laughs> mo man lang ako ni-reward. Kaya lang, tingin ko talaga dito sa kuya. Madamo talaga eh. So, walang, mukhang wala talagang pinagkaiba si kuya kay Bunso. Si Bunso, he only wants the things of the father, the possessions of the father. At dito sa sinabi ng kuya, binuko na rin niya kung ano talaga yung interest na rin sa tatay. Was he interested in the father? In a relationship with the father? No. no. Doesn't look like it. Ganun pa din. Because if he was interested in his father or if he has a relationship with his father, ano ang magiging reaction niya dun sa ginawa ng tatay para sa Bunso? Joy. Ganun din. Masaya tatay niya eh. For sure, masaya ang tatay ko. So, I guess that means uh, I have to celebrate with him. So, magsasaya rin ako. This is what brings my father joy. So, I too mm-hmm. will have joy. Exactly. I too should be joyful. And so, sa pagtatapos nito, inulit na naman ng tatay kung bakit sila celebrate. So, he said in verse 32, Gunnar, could you please read it? It was fitting to celebrate and be glad for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Wow. This is the reason why he was rejoicing. In fact, ito na naman tayo. Ito yung sagot ni Jesus dun sa criticism. Why he was sharing a meal fellowship with them. And we see in this story, the third story of this parable, it's the father himself hosting the dinner. Kasama itong masamang anak, rebellious son, the prodigal son. Importante when we are studying a parable to identify the points of reference. Sino si younger son? Sinners. Young sinners. Esino yung father. To God. Jesus. Jesus himself. Jesus himself. Jesus was the shepherd who lost his sheep. Jesus was the woman who lost her coin. And Jesus was the father who lost his son. Siya lahat yun. 
And this is how he explained it. Kaya ako sumasama sa mga taong ito because they are lost and I am here to rescue them. I am here to redeem them because there's no way for them to find their way back to God. Hindi nila kaya. And that's why Jesus, the father in the story, the shepherd and the woman, kaya siya ang kailangan mag-initiate nito. Siya ang dapat kumilos. Yun ang explanation niya. Ito lang. Who was the elder son? Pharisees and scribes. Yon. Bakit naging Pharisees and scribes? Like yung takeaway natin from the last time. Dapat masaya kayo. Because this is what mm-hmm. makes the God that you serve joyful. Instead, you're grumbling. Right. Pero hindi sila masaya. Hindi to na-appreciate nung Pharisees and they're behaving like the elder son. Why? So, ibig sabihin yung heart nila is also not in the right place. Parang, why are you serving? Why are you doing yung mga works mo, supposedly? Or yung anong purpose? Purpose ba niyan ay para ma- makilala mo ng totoo ang Diyos? Or dahil it gives you some other benefits like, I don't know, maybe status? Mm. Or respect? Right. Power? Power? Influence? You are here for the money. Right. Mm-hmm. You are here for the benefits. Benefits. You are not here because you want to serve God. Katulad ng elder son, he doesn't have a relationship with the father. These Pharisees, wala rin naman talaga silang totoong relationship sa Diyos na pinaglilingkuran nila. Because they're also only after the benefits. Eh, ang taas kaya ng status nila sa Jewish society. They're highly revered. At ang lakas ng kapangyarihan nila, they're very, very powerful in Jewish society. Okay, yan ang kwento. Sabi nga natin, the punchline is repentance. And how was repentance illustrated in the third story? Nakatulad dun sa lost coin, lost sheep. Those two stories are also about repentance. How is this about repentance? Interesting nga eh, yung pinutol talaga is the part dun sa speech nung younger son. Tinapos na. Sa, I am not worthy. Diba? Parang, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Tapos pinutol na siya dun. Hindi na niya mabigay yung offer of serving and working back for it eh. Hindi na kailangan. Kailangan lang niyang bumalik. Yeah, the yeah. point na ma-rescue siya ng tatay. Oh, kailangan lang niya acknowledge that he has sinned and how helpless he is. He is not worthy. Right. I mean, if there's something that both sons got right, the younger son is not worthy. Mm. Yeah. But the amazing thing is that that was enough for the father. And all you could do, just like the younger son, tanggapin na makasalanan ako. Hanggang dun ka na lang. But everything else, that is God's work. Kaya nga, going back to the punchline, this is about repentance. It's turning to God. And to describe the character of God, na, this is what brings him joy. Yeah, babalik talaga tayo dun sa admission din na repentance is first an admission that I'm lost. I am helpless. I cannot return to God in my own effort. Yung point ng parable, it's not how the prodigal son learned his lesson. It's how compassionate the father is in saving his son in spite of what he did. Oh, actually, it's something that Maggie said a while ago, the word lavished. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a verse, eh? so 1 John 3, 1. See what great love the father has lavished on us. That we should be called children of God and that is what we are. Exactly. I love that word, eh? lavished. Diba? Yung parang though I am no longer worthy to be called your son, ganun yung pag mamahal mo, binuhos mo sa akin para extra-extra yeah. sauce. <laughs> diba, lavished yung chicken joy na binuhusan mo ng gravy. Ganun yung lavished eh. Isang plangga ng gravy. <laughs> gravy ng pagmamahal ng Panginoon yung ganun level. Extra-extra. I am not worthy pero ganun yung buhos mo. At saka kita nyo yung lahat ng kahihiyan ginawa ng tatay parang nakakabaliw isipin exactly. yung pagmamahal ng Diyos exactly. sa atin. Yung ginawa ng father dito, yung things that were viewed as shameful, I know, hindi pa alam ng mga tao kung ano yung pagdadaanan ni Kristo. Pero parang ganun eh, no? Yes. Exactly. What Jesus did on the cross. Kaya nga, yeah. this is Romans uh, 5.8. But God demonstrates His own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. Following up on that point then and thinking about yung setup ng character ni younger son. Talagang salbahe siya. Diba? Kontrabida siya dito. So, yung expectation is that whatever bad stuff that he's gonna get, he deserves. Mm-hmm. Kaya nga plot twist na napaka-merciful ng father. It's like, what? Bakit? That guy deserves the suffering that he got because he got himself into that mess. Eh. Uh-huh. So, yung 
discussion ng mercy and grace na yung mercy, he's not getting a punishment that he deserves. Right. And grace that he was going to get a benefit that he doesn't deserve. <laughs> exactly. And going back to the Romans verse na sinasabi mo, just to read the verse before that sa 7, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. And then so verse 8, But God. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this, that while we were sinners, tayo na nga yung pahamak, yeah, Christ died, died for, for us. us. That's right. <laughs> That's the love of the Father, the lavish love of the Father. Okay. <laughs> so just to wrap up, anything that you guys wanna add lang? Ako, naisip ko lang, usually, gusto natin makarelate sa prodigal son eh, kasi yun yung taga-receive ng benefit eh. Pero I find myself, you know, in various stages of my Christian life, sa pag-try kong sundin si God, I also find myself feeling a bit like the elder son. Parang hindi fair yan ah. Bakit sila ganun? Bakit ako ganito lang? Pero ito, ano ba ginawa nito para bigyan siya ng ganyang benefits ni God? Tapos ako, struggle pa din on whatever aspect of life. Ano ba? Career ba yan? Pera? Health? Or whatever. Gustong-gusto ko yung sagot ng father sa kanya. You're always with me and all that is mine is yours. Nakafocus ka dun sa material things na feeling mo deserve mo. <laughs> but don't you understand that the biggest gift and advantage that you have is being with me and being my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find myself rebuked often. Parang may realize ko na, oh nga no, in the end, kay meron akong additional million peso or a little less million peso. In the greater scheme of things, it doesn't matter kasi I belong to God. And dun pa lang, nanalo na ako sa loto, the biggest grand prize in the world. So ano pang hinahanap ko? It puts me back in the right perspective, I guess. And, and focusing on what's important, which is, sino ba ako kay God? And who is God to me? Oh, that's a very good takeaway. Yeah. Um, going through all of those three sections of the parables of the lost coin, yung sheep, then yung son, kahit ano pang mga gamitin na character or whether coin yan or sheep yan or son yan, ang main character talaga, it's all about Jesus. It's Parang, all about God. Yes. yes, it's all about God. It's all about Jesus. Mm, yeah, and yeah. kung ano man ang mabuti na lumabas sa atin ngayon, grasya lang niya. Uh-oh, Kasi kung uh-oh. tayo lang yung aasahan talaga from the start, wala, wala tayong mabuting mabibigay or masasabi. As in, wala talaga so in everything he really deserves all the glory yes Amen. yes so yeah that was part two ng parables of the lost covering the lost son sa Luke 15 11 to 32 and uh, para sa ating listeners we don't know who you are we don't know where you're from we don't know what your situation is we don't know what mess you're in pero tulad namin baka kayo rin ay nakaka-relate sa isa sa mga characters dito. Maybe like the lost sheep, you went astray. Out of ignorance siguro. Hindi mo naman sinasadya, just one wrong decision after the other. Or maybe like the lost coin, you know you're in a dark place. And you can't seem to do anything about it. You're helpless to get out. Or maybe makaka-relate ka dun sa prodigal son na winaldas mo yung buhay mo dun sa mga bagay na kala mo magpapasaya sa'yo only to end up hungry and desperate. O baka makaka-relate ka sa elder brother, the other lost son. Na you're religious, you're righteous, you're doing all the good things, you know, you're doing all the things right. You're busy with ministry and church stuff, pero sa totoo, deep inside, you're really just there. Not for God, but for the stuff He can give, for the benefits. May iba kang hinahabol. You don't have a relationship with God, and you're wondering why you're not joyful. Whatever your situation is, whatever your mess is, it is God who will seek you, and it is God who will find you. At kahit hindi tayo deserving, kahit na tayo po yung pahamak, it is the Father who lavished such great love on us that we should be called children of God. Sobra-sobrang pagmamahal. Lechon baka catering level. Pagmamahal. Bago yun ah. baka level. So, all you can do is really acknowledge that you're lost. Repent and turn away from your sins and ask the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to come and find you. Because He will. And with great joy, He will find you. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us in the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. If you want to know more about our ministry, 
follow UCM Interface on Facebook and Instagram, or email us at ucminterface at gmail.com. Join us in Union Church of Manila, Rada Corner Legaspi, Makati City.